In a previous podcast, I talked about those who say and those who do. Talking about a borderline or a narc who always threatens to leave. Those who actually threaten and those who actually follow through. But um, what about us? Those of us who stay and those of us who go. Welcome to this podcast of My Inner Torch. Those Who Say and Those Who Do, that was a popular uh, podcast that I did quite a while back in which, um, you know, I talked about borderlines and narcissists who are constantly threatening to leave. Uh, There are those who are always saying that they're going to do it, they're going to leave, and then they don't. And then there are those who actually do say that they're going to leave and they do. And of course, both circumstances are not healthy. One circumstance when they actually do leave um, actually breaks our hearts. And then we go through the whole crazy making situation of, well you know, normal human psychology. We always want what we can have. And we go through jealousy of thinking, how are they going to be with another person? They're going to love bomb. They're going to create the same mirage and the same play. And a new player is going to play it out. But what about us? Those who actually, well, those of us who actually say we're going to stay and those of us who actually go, where are you in this relationship? Where are you in your relationship and thinking, are you going to stay or are you going to go? And remember, it's never my advice to you to tell you and be your armchair quarterback. Uh, You should go, you should leave because every circumstance is different. Everybody has different parameters. I have different parameters in my relationship that causes me to remain at this time. And as do you, you have different parameters that maybe keep you in the relationship or you've left the relationship. But in any case, you're looking for answers. You're looking, you're looking to try to understand. We all are. I mean, I'm out there trying to gather as much information and knowledge because to me, knowledge is power. Knowledge and understanding is power. Knowing, lifting the veil, coming out of the fog, the fear, the obligation, the guilt that we may be uh, subjected to. It's amazing when you actually do open your eyes and you do see the light. It's none, no, no less hurtful. No less hurtful. I have to say that in past weeks, uh, I find myself incredibly frustrated with my situation, with my UBPD wife comorbid with narcissistic personality disorder of, well, over 19 years. I'm I'm plain frustrated. Before, when I was naive to the circumstance and blaming myself, I was, I guess I wasn't as affected. I knew something was wrong, but I always persevered. I tried to make it better because that was part of my codependent caretaking personality. And as I work on that, and as I emerge from this and I begin to realize my own identity, I'm left with a lot of frustration, a lot of anger, which I need to work through. I don't want to project it outward. It's not fair to my wife to do that because unfortunately it's like going to war with a lunatic. And we've talked about that in gun toting lunatics. It's there's, there's no, there's no reconciliation. There's no patching things up in in a normal relationship, especially one of, of our tenure, you would suspect that we would want both of us would, there would be a want and a desire to work things out. That's what normal people do. They work things out. Here I am going into month number five of my wife, basically in another bedroom, And you wouldn't think anything of it. It's not a guest room. It's her room. She refers to it as her room. Yeah, well, there you go. Would a normal person do that? 
would somebody who's married for 19, over 19 years, storm out of the bedroom and never come back? So in essence, we're kind of divorced as it is because we're, well, for from the legal aspect, we're not. But when she left the bedroom, she left the bedroom and that's it. And the bedroom is symbolic of the marriage itself. Uh, she's just here. You know, is she really having a relationship with me? Well, you know, we're civil. We're not arguing for the most part. I mean, every now and then there are flare ups as would be in any type of relationship uh, in this category. But no, I would have to say that any fly on the wall would come into this, uh, into this, this, this household, this residence. And I don't think they would see a whole lot wrong. If you saw us out in public, you wouldn't say, wow, that's a, that's a couple on the rocks. That's a couple that don't belong together. We're living a mirage. We're living a lie. We're living something that is akin to how the relationship started with all the love bombing, but now we don't have love bombing. Now we're just presenting, we're, we're projecting out, you know, a normal relationship. And again, if I were sitting with my wife having a coffee with you, I think you'd be hard pressed. I mean, obviously, you know a lot about my life, having listened to these podcasts, uh, 60 some podcasts now. But if you didn't know, if I didn't reveal that to you, you would not pull me aside and say, wow, I think your relationship is not normal. It's dysregulated because my wife can put on the best show ever in that regard. She's a narcissist. She's not a borderline. She's not going to rage. She's not going to get up and start throwing things around. She's going to put on an act. She is going to be somebody who you would think is just the nicest person ever. And then yet behind closed doors, well, that's a different case. So it comes back to me. Do I stay? Do I go? Do I talk about leaving? Do I actually leave? Am I planning on leaving? There are a lot of different variables to this question. My inner torch at gmail.com. I always appreciate hearing from you. Uh, your emails really do um, help me understand whether or not I'm making an impact, whether or not what I'm saying to you resonates with you, whether you can take something from each one of these 60 plus podcasts and say, you know what, that is me. And this is how I can make me better because that's at the end of the day, what I want. This is not a podcast for me to basically talk about my unfortunate circumstance, because again, it's not me, it's my situation, which I've allowed to go on for a very, very, very long time. But I want you to understand that you can make things better for yourself, that you are in charge of your own destiny. Make no mistake about it. You are, you are a good person, no matter how badly you're gaslit, no matter how bad your trauma bond is with your significant other who suffers from a cluster B personality disorder. We're all good people. We're just in bad situations. So you have to think about it. You have to think, uh, in my previous podcast, I said, write down the pros and cons of your relationship. It's an easy exercise. Think about what's positive and then think about what's negative. Think about, think about that. Think of it as a grocery list. Be very, very neutral and don't put emotion into it. What is your significant other? What is your brother, your sister, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your husband, your wife? What do they bring to you in this relationship? Are you the one who's holding up like Hercules, holding up the world, holding up the entire relationship, trying to make it work? What are they doing? What are they bringing to the table. And I'm not talking about money necessarily. I'm not talking about uh, physical goods 
talking about emotionally. Are your needs being met? Do you feel truly loved? If you do, I'm happy for you because I honestly do not believe that it's possible for a borderline or a narcissist or anybody with a cluster B personality disorder diagnosed or undiagnosed, especially undiagnosed to have that capacity because that's something they never had. That was something that got arrested a long, long time ago in their lives. And I honestly, they may say that they love you and maybe they believe that they love you, but that's crazy making right there. That's disassociating. That's creating a situation that's not necessarily accurate. In my particular situation, if somebody, my wife loved me, really cared about me, then she would do anything to try to make this relationship whole again. She wouldn't be living in another room. She wouldn't be very happy about it and settled about it. It would be eating away at her like it eats away at me. Each and every night I go to bed angry. I go to bed frustrated. I go to bed thinking, how can this, how can this keep going? But I can assure you that this will keep going until I make a change. My inner torch at gmail.com. As I said, I do welcome your emails. Always pleasure to hear from you. Thank you for making this podcast. One of the more recognized ones when it comes to BPD and narcissism and cluster B personality disorders. Uh, A lot of interesting stuff uh, being planned going forward. Uh, which I will share with you at a later date as we expand, because I do believe that relational abuse is something that, yes, in some forms and fashions, a lot of attention is paid to it. And in other areas, no, it's not. It's severely lacking. This is probably why you're listening to this podcast. We all want to hear that we are not alone and you're not alone. And we all want to hear that we are good people. And you know what? You are. You are, if you are enduring each and every day with somebody who is not treating you in the fashion that you should, is not reciprocating to you, not reflecting back what you put out, well, that's shame on them. And it doesn't matter whether they are diagnosed or undiagnosed, whether they have BPD, narcissism, they're psychopathic, it doesn't matter, histrionic, it doesn't matter. They're not treating you well. And you do have to do some deep soul searching as to why you continue to put up with it and why you may say you're going to go, but you stay. Think about that. It's painful. I can tell you that right now. It's extremely painful. And that's probably why we don't want to open those doors. We don't want to really think about it. We much rather just battle with the borderline and the narcissist. We much rather just put up with it because we don't want to turn inward. We don't want to really think about why we're in the circumstance that we are because sometimes the truth really hurts, but the old trite saying, the truth shall set you free. Well, folks, that is probably the the most honest statement that you can find out there because it will till next time. New podcast uploaded 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time every single Friday. Till next time, until we meet again, be well. And in whatever you do, be good. This has been my Inner Torch.